Hey everyone, it's Alex. This is just a quick message to say that this episode of the podcast was recorded before the death of Queen Elizabeth II. So I just wanted to say that and also to give some of my own thoughts on what I've experienced over the last few days since uh, since the death of the Queen. I think it's been enormously sad for the nation and I think it's been sad regardless of your political opinion about the role of monarchy I think the amazing thing about Queen Elizabeth II was her undying sense of duty and that she just kept going on right to the end and she was doing it for the entirety of my lifetime and the entirety of my of both my parents lifetime and the majority of my grandparents lifetime as well so it's in a weird way it did sort of feel like she was somewhat constant and as ridiculous as it is to say maybe even kind of immortal in a way. It's really hard to imagine the United Kingdom without her. But we now have King Charles III, and we will see what kind of king he will be and what UK will look like in the years and decades to come. It's going to be really interesting, but no one will be able to replace Queen Elizabeth II, I don't think. I think the best anyone could hope for is to continue and to honour her legacy. Those are just some of my kind of unfiltered thoughts on the last few days here's the episode alright, thanks guys
back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Alex. And me, Callum. How's it going, guys? It, it was, you were there. You were there. I had you. I had you. And look at that. A little tit for tat. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. A, t- a game of squash. A verbal game of squash, Alex. Yep. Look at that. Returned. I, I, uh, I, I throw up a flag. You throw up a flag. Yep. I drop my trousers. You better believe them. They're on the floor before they're, <laughs> they're, they're there. <laughs> You've pissed over the river. I've pissed right back. We're in a river situation in this, um, in this situation. Two of us standing there, flags up, trousers down, weeing over a river. Absolutely. Flashbacks um, to so being that... uh, ages ten through eighteen. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I was about to say? Scout, so, uh, listeners, Alex and I were in scout camp together. Um, oh, that's you... the su- that's the sound of nobody being surprised. Nobody being surprised. To a couple of Boy Scouts, uh, dib dib. But but do you remember? Sorry, this is going to be. Str- it, well, I mean, we are instantly back into remember that thing that only two of us will remember I know. growing up. We, I, I feel like we we do that a bit too often, but, but th- I'm inclined but, not to care. No, people quite like it. I've heard. So so, but this one this one I'll try and make as an inclusive uh, as inclusive as everyone, so that you can try and weave this into the childhood what you had. Oh, very um, good. So, 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 do you remember, Alex, when we went on a scout camp? And also, scout camp, it was like four miles from, from the scout hall. Do you remember that? Yes, do. you remember I it was do. just like down, down the road? So it wasn't was exactly that, but you could walk home. Oh, yeah. Um, it's but, like, oh, but, dad, dad, dad's mate's got a farm. Let's camp there. It, it, it was, it was that. <laughs> I have so many fun memories of just why that was run. Do you remember one of the, we did a Saturday and it was like weird activities um, one, you know, one of the one of the late one of the leaders, the activity, like you did, you got split into groups of three. Um, we got split into groups of three. One of the activities was 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 not tying, so like you're already off. Like that's an utter win. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's queuing up to get get their bowlings tied yeah. and stuff. One of them was like putting putting flour and water in a bucket and wrapping a stick around it and holding it over a fire, then dunking it in jam. Like hold me back, Alex. <laughs> yeah. But the one that's. <laughs> <laughs> still, the one that still makes me laugh, and I know that I'm not going to beep him out. I'm just not going to say his name. But do you remember the other leader, the the, the bigger leader that we had, the, the bald one? Oh yeah, um, who lived who lived in in and his, yeah. his, I think what happened is they all got told you've got to do an activity. So you know who did those first two, but the third one just brought his air rifle from home and just <laughs> we, all, we all just stood and just shot this tree, and he was like, we're like, what was this all about? Just a group, just like a group of eight ten year olds just shooting an air rifle at a tree. Like, <laughs> totally legal. Totally that was legal. It. Just like, just like, and he was like, re- and remember everyone. It was like, sh- and remember, and this was the lesson: shoot, uh, aim, and shoot. And they were all like, aim and shoot, aim and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, she, that was it. And it was like, well done. That wasn't uh, the memory I was going to say. The memory I was going to say was, do you remember as well the back to the river incident? So we were, it was like this field next to a, a, a wooded area and the wooded area had a, like a, a river that ran through it. Yep. And it was like a, there was a steep bank on one side that was higher up than the other. Yep. And we used to have a rope swing from, we like made a, an, a like a scaffolding frame out of yeah, a treehouse. Yeah. It was yeah. excellent. And we would swing from that to the higher bank. But if you missed, if you mistimed it, yeah. it was, you would, you wouldn't quite make it and you'd slip all the way into the river and it was oh, ever so fun. It was you, ever so fun. 
Do you remember the name of this boy was Callum as well? Do you rem- do you know who I'm talking about? His name is Callum. Yeah, I, I re- I'm trying to like I'm like visually sending you his surname because we so. shouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah, but, I think so. The, the, the little blonde one. So, give a little bit more away. Give a little bit more. Just like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit more. He was um, his 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 mum cheating on his dad. I'm I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not giving you that much more. But but basically, um, do you remember he got up to the top of the climb that uh, this was one. Wonderful. Like the, the, there was no health and safety, and the, you know the scout leader as well. You know one of them very well. And um, and they, we we were he was stood up the top there. And we're all chanting his name. Like nobody gave a shit. Like we were all just chanting anyone's name. We, we could have just we could have been like rock, rock, rock. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever. Yeah. And and like he would have done this. And we, and we were going higher, and he was like, I don't want to do it. We're like higher. And so he's like climbing up the scaffolding, and he's like shaking when he gets the top. He's a tiny wee dude. We're like higher, and he's like. No, and we're like, get up the bucket. Everyone's like got sticks pushing him up. It's like Lord of the Fly. <laughs> like the leaders are at the front, going, "Fucking get up that scaffolding!" Oh man! And then and then and he stood at the edge of it and was like trem tremoring. But you know what? I don't know if you know what I mean. When someone releases themselves from a rope swing and they're like. Their hands and their shoulders go first, but their feet stay where they are. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. they kind of bow, they bow into the rope yeah. swing, which is never a, you know, like no commitment. And I think he did that, then caught himself at the last second, swung, swung across, swung across, swung, swung across, swung, swung across, made the gap, released too early and utterly face planted into the, the muddy bank on the other side. And I mean, I'm talking like, Oh, like and it made such a noise yeah and the whole and there was an audible like oh <laughs> <laughs> and we've all still got our sticks in our hands because we've just put this kid i do you i i really hope you remember that no do i do remember that i do oh. i do remember that oh do you know what my 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 and then uh, you're pissing most... in the river oh yeah absolutely well i was <laughs> doing I, I was doing that at the time <laughs> it, it distracted time. me <laughs> We used, to, we used to always pee in the river, don't we? Remember those days when you were young and you used to just pee, pee in a river, yeah. Do you know what my uh, predominant scout's <laughs> memory was? It's when you used to pee in a river. Sorry, you're going to Right. Uh, Eurojam. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eurojam, yeah. which is a bit all, like... This is the nichest. It's so niche. The, it's, it's a, it was a European world jamboree, uh, yeah, basically. Europe, yeah, yeah, so loads of scout troops from around Europe get together in a field and have like and a Japan. Many... There was a Japanese and, one and, next to Japan, Japan and yeah. the USA. What was it? I know, it was crazy. Mental. Crazy. I had to, had to invite them. had to invite them. Yeah, we had uh, to. But I remember us getting buzzed off our little titties on yeah. non-alcoholic caramels beer caramels yeah caramels beer but my predominant memory from that trip was one other member of our troop who also shall rename remain nameless who decided that he'd had a very busy morning uh, and that it was time for lunch and it didn't matter oh and it, and it I didn't thought you were gonna oh, yeah. Okay, yeah yeah, and, yeah. It, and it didn't matter that we were on our way back to our camp in the middle of the field it was time for lunch. That and was bananas, wasn't and it? He he sat down, sat. And he sat down, cross-legged in the middle of an empty field and just started munching down on a sandwich. And we were just he like... Just didn't, he didn't give a done. shit. We didn't give a shit. It's like lunchtime. <laughs> he just started filming me. He just didn't move. I thought you were going to... I thought you were going to go around up yours McCarty. Do you remember that? Do you remember, do you remember that? Do you remember that? we got to move on. <laughs> we, we do have to move, move on. on. This is so that, boring but was, for everyone. But what, a, but what a wonderful memory that is. I All know. I have to say is those three words and you're we face lights up. <laughs>
We need to talk about that one after when we finish oh, recording. We oh, oh god! Of course, this is that was fun. Yeah, well, we did, that, was that was nice. Nice. That was well, what a nice way to come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, apologies. We've been away for a week or two. Sadly, we're actually going to be missing next week because we've gone to fortnightly. Alex, what do you think about that? Oh, what do I think about that? Sorry, I, I put that on you thoughts. as you were drinking water. I don't, don't no, have many like, thoughts, to be honest. Um, we're, we're, I've got a, so I've just come back from uh, down under. I yep. was down in Australia, which was a lot of fun. Um, I had a brutal flight home. I flew, I flew out via Doha, and then I continued going that same way around the world on my flight home. I went from Sydney to LA to Michigan to home. Brilliant. Four, 40 hours door to door, Alex. Brilliant. Um, I, I saw three separate sunrises. <laughs> It's unacceptable. Oh my I don't days. know why I did it because it was cheap, Alex. Did you did you do anything to get to try and beat the jet lag? Because obviously you uh, were not coming back the way you came, so you got to do no, different no, stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I, that, I mean, I'm I'm largely I'm up late now. This is the latest I've been up. I've been going to bed at nine p.m. every single evening since I've come. I say since I come home, the last two I've, I'm literally back forty hours. Um, oh man, I've got some funny stories of that trip. I've got some really funny things that happened as well. And some good, and we started chatting about the scouts. And I've got some interesting, other fun, more far more relatable than up yours, McCarty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that we could have, I could have talked about. But um, and obviously, we've just sat and hogged it. How have you been? How is your? Uh, how, how have you been? How's the? How's the Shag Palace? The new, <laughs> the new flat. <laughs> the new flat. How's it getting? Well, on? I was going to say. I was going to. I was going to. I was going to do a kind of You've catch magic... all. I was going to do yeah. a catch all. Basically, say so you should come over and see the new place, and then oh, tell me all your funny go. stories. Oh, here we go. Invited in. This is how here it starts, go. isn't it? Bring the fishbowl, the keys. <laughs> oh, here we go. I like what is that in the background? You've got like Aladdin's magic carpet there. No, they're just the That's pillow good. cushions, mate. Oh, I got too excited. I th- thought you were going to show me the world. No. Shining, shivering. Shimmering, you, do you mean? Shining, <laughs> shimmering. shimmering. I said shining, shimmering. No, you said shivering. I, I think you'll find that I said shining, shivering. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a shame we didn't record this so we Splendor. could check. We should, we should, so we could go back and uh, check like the, the fucking, evidence. It'll be like the TMO, honestly. I'll be like, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna send you a sound clip. Right, we should stop. We're, we we're should. Really, it's been good to see you, though. No, it is nice. It's it is nice. Well. Let's go we on with this done, thing, though. Let's go. We, on we, this we started this thing. Go, oh, we don't need to make this a super long one, do we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's just gonna be going on forever. We've got all sorts of shit to talk about. Um, because we are not a music and movies. Uh, no, we are podcast. That. Oh, we are a music and movies podcast. I thought we were a scout camp podcast. <laughs> well, I was turning um, into that for a minute. And each week, we are going to be delivering you some of the hottest music and movie, or in this case. A first, Alex. Now we've been wanting to do break into the TV um, and and music world for quite some time, and and the, the there's a couple of interesting talking points or segues. If you remember, not only a few weeks ago, we did an episode on Michael Giacchino. Yeah, we did. And I um and I told you probably one of my most favourite things that he ever did was Lost. And um, I've got a small hint. I've actually started rewatching it again. Oh. Of conversation. My God, it's so good. Like, and we can do this offline, but we. You need to you need to watch that for anyway. The point being, right? Michael Giacchino's score for that TV series, especially that first season, and the, the following up, fucking hell, it's good. And it it was the first of many questions that could be answered. Of wouldn't it be good if TV series also had good scores? Yeah, I think that's one of the earliest examples where a really you know motifs etc. were all just starting to 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 play into. 
you know, characters and character developments and, ena- and enabling you to kind of, I mean, I can't actually think of an earlier example where you look back at a score and you go, they got an A-list composer to come in and do that. I mean, I'm probably missing a ton of them. Well, um, at the time, obviously, Michael Giacchino wasn't A-list because that was one of his no, earliest, earliest big things. That's a very things. good point. It's a very good point. So, yeah, so it's always been a kind of an entry point. And actually, I think that's another reason why it's good to talk a little bit about this. So we decided this week to explore two new TV series. Now, Alex, just 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 let me just make sure I'm, I'm going to try and differentiate them. So actually, I want to talk about one in particular. Right. Um, but this one is a prequel. Right. Alex, it's a okay. prequel story. Okay, okay. Um, it, it was it's written by um, you know, an, an older gentleman. So an older gentleman right. wrote this. Okay. Um, so so and that's and it's set in a, in like a mythical world and right. stuff okay. like this. Okay. And stuff. Um, there's dragons in this world yeah. as well. Oh right. Um, okay. So that that's there. Um, uh, you you know which one I'm talking about, don't you? Um, I um, which one am I talking about, Alex? Oh. Oh. Which one? Which one, Alex? You know what's gonna happen. You're doing. I know. You? Go gonna, I know what's gonna happen. About. Can I ask a question? You can. Is the ori- is the original author still alive? Um, I I don't know actually. Like this moment in time, I couldn't tell. You, you. couldn't tell because you're that tired. That's why. You yeah. Don't know. Well, no, because I don't. I'm not inundated. I mean, they 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 could they could be dead or alive. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. The rumors could be the rumors of 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 potentially their passing could be true or could be false. Okay. Are so we talking? I don't know. Are we talking about House of the yeah. Dragon? Oh no, we weren't. Oh really? <laughs> we were oh, I walked about... right into it. Oh, how did I not see that coming? Oh, I should have just said yes, yeah, just watch, said yes. and just watch you fold. Um, so we're <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do a little bit of um, I guess just a a real zoom in on both the work of um Raman uh, Raman Jawadi and 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 Howard Shore. Yeah. Um, and who who are both supporting and and again obviously Bear McCreary's stepping more into the shoes, but Ramen is back for House of the Dragon, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and 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 also like it's quite it's quite an interesting one because I'm two episodes into both. You're two episodes into both. I am three episodes into House of the Dragon. Okay, so don't tell me about what happens. Right. In okay. Three. So we're what? we're we're just just eva- evacuate that information from your mind. Fabulous. Um. So so thanks for this because it was perfect symmetry, Alex. Because it was two episodes of each of both, two t- different T series, like the two towers, Alex. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm also two episodes into Wrexham, but we'll get back to Wrexham a little bit later on. Um. Sadly, we're three into She Hulk. Like, go figure. But it feels like it's. Well, I'm, I'm I'm not into into She Hulk at all. We'll we'll need to. Have you not watched any? I've not it? watched any of it. I've not finished Miss Marvel yet. Alex, I know. Alex, I'm gonna have to pull you aside in this podcast. I know it's it, ridiculous. Um, but but I guess like let's let's look at these these two series. So so I guess like let's talk a little bit about um the first two episodes for both. I think there's gonna be spoilers yeah. throughout. Um, let's talk about what is happening in both of them, right? And let's let's try and and then weave back in um, how they have both lent on the the very elaborate. Now, obviously, both of these um, properties are ridiculously famous. I think probably one more than the other, and I'm sure you know which one. Uh, ridiculously famous, not only for their incredible storytelling and their their cast and the you know and, and the amazing kind of um, almost legacy that both of them have created, but also the scores that have accompanied yeah. both the main themes and the characters throughout. So you know, let's let's take this opportunity to really try and stack them up against each other. And I and I and I don't 
like, I think there's a lot of, I think probably what I'd like to do is because everything's a competition in my head. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to refine a couple of categories and based off your experience of episode one and episode two. Okay. Let, let, let's, let's maybe come to a decision of which one we think is, is maybe pipping the other one to the post and, right. and have a gum reason why. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. That's pretty good. Okay. So, okay. Let, let, let's, let's, I think let's talk about the first thing, which is hype. Hype. So obviously right, okay. we're, so we're, we're two episodes into both. Um, now let let's start off with with Rings of Power. Yeah, okay. C- con- consistently being marketed as the up and coming Amazon's first foray into the Tolkienverse. Yes. Um it was, you know, pioneering new technologies, visual um set pieces as well as, you know, returning to a lot of of parts of of New Zealand to 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 capture yep. some some more footage and and recreate some of the original magic that that both um the Peter Jack, you know, the Peter Jackson and and I was going to say the both, but it's just Peter Jackson yeah, yeah. has, has has created, um, or you know we're returning to Westeros where we're looking at a you know a more um, interesting let's say time or definitely a more binary version of of a storyline that that takes place with with one particular family one dynasty and, yeah. and the situation that that started to sort of see them unfold and, and unwind. I mean, I think in terms of before we 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 kicked off with both of these two series, I think it's a pretty clear one which one you were more excited for. Oh, um, I, 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 yeah, c- completely. Hype wise, and I think it's been well documented on this podcast. I was so excited for Rings of Power. Yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. massive Lord of the Rings fan, and yeah, and look, if you, if you ask most people, most people love the movies Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, totally. And actually, um, I think. The, the actual book lord of the rings is still the best selling book of the 20th century uh, the well it was the best selling book of the 20th century and i think that has extended into the 21st century as well oh really so, oh yeah it's it, it's it, it's it's mad how many people like have read it and it's like i think it's I thought, like, it, I thought it was bunny suicides too Bunny Suicide. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Do you remember Bunny Suicides? Remember that? No. Just, just some, some dude joined loads of bunnies killing themselves. Jesus God. Utterly mindless. Utterly mindless. That was just trash. a flip book that you had on your shelf. But that is that is that actually true though about that? Because I mean you've got in a world of Harry Potter's, you know, being, you know, like phenomenons taking place. Um, I, I would imagine probably more than Game of Thrones. Um you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, really? Is is Pip that one? I mean, I know that yep. was that was a easily, yeah, y- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Easy, so easily, easily, and because it spans more more generations. The, the charity. If you ever need one, it's a charity shop um, around your corner. We'll have one. I guarantee you, the next. If you ever look for Fifty Shades of Grey, it will be in the nearest charity shop. Just don't worry about it. It will be there. Yeah. No, I, I, abso- I know absolutely. Well. I, think that's very, I think I think that's very telling. But no, if you go into like most people's houses, I sometimes sometimes I have done this. Um, you go into a lot of people's I, go, I don't, don't um, without asking but without asking, you, you know if you, if you take a look at a bookshelf the chances are lord of the rings is in there and actually yeah. it doesn't matter if they read it or not a lot of times people haven't read it but they have it anyway yeah um, i'm the same as sherlock holmes who got them everywhere yeah <laughs> again sherlock holmes really no yeah more than that yeah 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 no, it's, yeah it's a great because there's a whole in fact i'm gonna send you a couple of podcast episodes from a podcast called the rest is history because they do a okay. really really great deep dive into tolkien books, and yeah. uh lord of the rings and how he just kind of culturally it was relevant for so right. many generations from have you seen the film oh the tolkien. tolkien film yeah no i've not i heard it was a bit meh Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Segue potentially. Um, but uh, yeah, I know you're. I'm sorry, I'm setting you up here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch you boil. But um, uh, yes, yeah. hype wise, I was. More than Biff and Chip in the Magic Key. 
So yeah, hype-wise, I was definitely more excited for Lord of the Rings. Like 100%. Everybody poops? Yeah, okay, fine. Sorry, everybody poops I was putting in there. Yeah, that that's fair enough. I mean, I... I think I was, I I think um, if you'd asked me it before I watched episode one of each of them, yeah, it was it was House of the Dragon for me. Right. I, I'm just I'm so taken by it. But I think oh, but you the, you love the, Westeros and you're like you've, you've read a, a lot. I've fan. read for for full context. I've read Lord of the Rings like uh, nearly every year. Oh really? Like, wow. Since, since I was oh, wow. since I was like twelve. Okay, I cool. love those books so that, much. Oh, five years, that's great. Yeah, so, but, I, but, but, <laughs> but Game of Thrones, I read half of it and I gave it up. Yeah, And I, Game I of Thrones, a... not even the rest of it, just Game of Thrones, the first, the first it's book. Pr- it's, pr- it's pretty, it's pretty, um, it's pr- I think as a, re- and I don't read nearly that much, but it's, it's kind of intolerable. Like, I mean, Tolkien gets away with how he writes because it's very schmarmy and very like, you know, weevily lines. But he was the first one to do it. And Martin takes so much inspiration from Tolkien and how he writes and how he... Game of Thrones doesn't exist without Lord of the Rings. Of course, it is very much the oasis to the Beatles. But I do think that, um, you know, as a a fan of what I was received, I think if you asked me a year up until, you know, because obviously the controversy around, you know, Game of Thrones, etc. So, so I think for me, House of Dragons, Pips of the Post. So do you want to talk a little bit about stories, where we've got to? Because I think that, the, the, you know, like we're, we're two episodes in, we've, we've, we've been introduced to nearly all the characters yeah. in, both, in both sequences. Um, and we'll get back to the characters. I mean, a characters, I guess, folds into the stories. But yeah. do, you, do you have an idea of which one of the two um, you're enjoying the story more, and which one you're more intrigued to continue and find out what happens. Which which, which one do you think takes takes the post and why? Okay, um, what was the first one before intrigue? So sorry, or which story? Just to generally, right. which story so, are you more interested? I think, in? I think House of the Dragon is presenting a more concise story. Yeah, yeah. that's easy. That's easier to track and is centered around. I think what's built to be quite a instantly relatable group of characters. Yeah. yeah. Because they're all part of the family and there's very relatable kind of family drama, even though it's like an unrelatable fantasy world of kings and princesses and and well, dragons my- and stuff like that. But I think um, it's much more at the moment, again, we're just talking the first two episodes. It's much more, it's smaller character mm. character mm. driven and so i think in more initially gripping maybe yeah but yeah, yeah. Mm, i don't want to use the word gripping because intrigue wise i am much more fascinated by lord of the rings okay by uh, by by rings of power i think the first two episodes have not done nearly as much plot wise as um House of the Dragon has as yeah. far as like, you know, presenting stakes or whatnot. I think Rings of Power, you know, we're two episodes into it and we're going, yes and what? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I don't but and I have read some reviews and stuff like that, and it is a very polarizing thing. I don't consider that to be a negative, but yeah. I understand why a lot of people do. 
and I'm so, not so like, going to tell anyone that they're so, wrong. <laughs> totally. So, so I was chatting to a friend about this who, who, who also sort of does a fair bit of reviewing stuff and is really interested in this sort of stuff. Um, and, and she, she had a really like, I mean, collectively, I think we kind of stumbled across this take together. And I think we, we talk about the two and I think the divide is down to pacing really. Like that's what we were, we're getting a divide from. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, pacing is one of many within the Venn diagram, but I think intrigue and, and, and interest and in how they are, you know, because I think they, these shows know they're kind of competing against each other. You've got to think they do. Like, you've got to think that there was a grand plan at some point in time to potentially try and avoid conflict. Um, I, I'm, but, I'm astonished that these two came out at the same time. Yeah, I, I me, really am. I think it's me, me very too. poor, actually, yeah. that, they, that, that they are because... But, because uh, because I'll be honest, I think I have enjoyed House of the Dragon less because be- Lord of because the of, because of Lord of the Rings. I I think the opposite. I think the opposite. So so yeah. so, so let's but but a bit finally each to their own, and I guess like that's our own biases. Like we're gonna have our own biases. Yeah, definitely. So 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 so. But let's just really re-review the intrigue stuff. And and the, my friend of mine made a really interesting comment. She said basically, you know, the reason why it's been polarizing is because modern audiences, you know, and it's like partly down to a load of stuff, but, but modern audiences, our attention span is, is gone now. Yeah. You know, we, we, we don't have the ability to, um, enable new and, and amazing journeys to be put in front of us. We, 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 we seek instant gratification yeah. through the art in which we watch. And this is, you know, timelessly fueled by things like the superhero genres and franchises and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and and there was an element of it's very much. I mean, it, it almost is like I've I've finished the first two episodes, especially that first episode, but the first two episodes, and I'm almost like we're. I think I've just watched a prologue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it kind of has that, and I don't know if we've got series two. Has series two been announced? No. But, Right, so this is what this is what people forget, right? Think about how long this thing's been in development, right? So yeah, Amazon yeah, announced yeah, yeah. that they were doing this thing years ago. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. And yeah. I was I was I was reading up on this and then Ilhem reminded me the other day. They've planned out the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Not not well, just this series, like they've planned out everything that they're going to do. Because there's not a huge amount from Tolkien, is there? In this? No. Well, this is the this is the thing. Um, they spent so much money getting the rights to a very small amount of actual yeah. of, Tol- of Tolkien stuff. Now, it, it, that's giving them the space to take certain liberties, but there is enough Tolkien writing. There's loads of new characters and all sorts. Isn't yeah, there? but the, there there is enough Tolkien writing on this time of of Middle Earth. Mm to basically stick to the story right stick stick to that kind of story and to stick to those kind of main hitting points and Mm. then if you kind of like uh bob and weave kind of within that fine i I don't i Mm. I don't i don't really mind i don't really mind really i don't think that's that's too much of a problem but to what you said the fact that you felt you watched a prologue and you don't really feel like the story's going i think that's so I think that's quite indicative of their approach to yeah yeah oh rec- totally yeah, yeah, yeah to representing Tolkien actually yeah yeah if you, oh yeah because if you read Lord of the Rings it's oh, so dense. it's so expansive and yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. spends 
ages just describing things in weird mythical ways because like he was just obsessed with um myths from all over europe and Mm. um and and he just lord of the rings was kind of written as an alternate history yeah it it was like the old england and a lot of people have theorized that tolkien actually believes that believed that this stuff existed exactly exactly i I think that's wonderful i love that and he's just putting it in and then he created languages around it and he created this and he created that and i i i've always wanted the on on an on-screen depiction of tolkien's legendarium to include all of that density because it's just such wonderful creations Mm, mm. and then but then how do you do that without taking a huge amount of time to just sit with it and be in the stunning visuals because i don't know about you i have never seen a tv show that looks like this oh it's ever it's it's fantastic it's just fantastic like it cost a billion dollars and you can see it it looks incredible it really really does it is fucking nuts that it cost a billion dollars isn't it? yeah for the first season yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, like the, the the comparable to that, just that point you were making yeah. is very much like that kind of like Alan Moore esque, you know, that kind of thing of about when you know, he created the Watchmen originally, and people were like, you, you know, it's 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 you can't translate this to film and TV, yeah. you know, like I think there's an element of that, like there's some stuff that Tolkien has created in his mind that you cannot translate. Yeah, um, you picked up on a really good point around that, but around you know Tolkien believing he's in that universe and stuff, because I watched a really interesting interview with um, uh, J.R.R. Martin. Um, around, you know, it, it was very much like pointed questions put to him around, you know, things like, you know, what, what's, who's your, what's your favorite era from the, the, the Westeros history? And, stuff. Right. And, he'll, and he'll give an answer like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's not reading his own stuff, his own, you know, writings. He's, 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 he's thinking like back to his, like, it would be like me going, what's your favorite uh, part of history? He's going to tu- to you and you're going the Tudors. The Tudors is my, do you know what I mean? Like right. he answers so sincerely and one question that made me laugh he'd be like where about would you live where about would you i love this one he'd be like where about would you live if you could live in anywhere in westeros and he's like i've been thinking about this a fair bit of time i think it, i think the market at the moment in old town is probably pretty good you know like the housing prices are probably pretty convenient <laughs> there and stuff and i just and i just like and i love this and he was like there's good shops and restaurants and i was like did this 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 dude knows this isn't a fucking real town. Yeah, but yeah, like the yeah. way he answered in the yeah. same sense of like, so you know, like to give credit where credit's due, like to, to, as you know, Tolkien wasn't the only one who 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 was able to kind of really put himself in that in that, you know, almost expanse. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. but but let's let's just go back to it. So I do I do believe that, you know, from a pacing perspective, as we said before, the instant gratification f- that fans have grown to expect from their their art and co- quoted commas. And I know this is very much more kind of um, on on the left side of of available options for you to, to to invest your time and your money in, which you utterly should do. Like it's worth it. But I think you know House of the Dragon is very much more that kind of like. And I'm going to use an analogy here, but I think it's quite apt. And again, we were kind of kicking this around with my colleague. I I think it's like game, uh, Big Brother. Do you remember Big Brother when Big Brother first came along, yeah. right? And it was this brand new revolutionary TV series that just broke the world. Like everyone stopped and just they, they, their world or or like Pop Idol or the X Factor. Oh, yeah. And, and I think what you've got is you've got a formula, a formula that's been created and you just insert some weird characters. Oh, yeah. And there's your show. Yeah. Now, like, was it any wonder why 
season two of Big Brother, season two of X Factor stuff, or Britain's Got Talent, whatever these things were, was was just as successful, if not more successful than yeah. season one, because it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, you created this formula, you've created a political intrigue and upset, but actually more people watched House of the Dragon than people watched Game of Thrones. Like it's mental how many people watched yeah. this. And the same can be said for like your X Factors, your big brothers and stuff. Yeah. So I think they've very much leaned into the fact of we've got to get their attention now, get it quick. Let's control the story into one sort of like one one or two real storylines. Yeah. And 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 let's move forward at pace with yeah. some locations people have seen, some you know, some conversations oh, and they did I mean? they did locations that people have seen. Yeah. Uh, in like the first the first sequence, pretty ham-fistingly, yeah. in my opinion, actually. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. it was a bit member-berry, but, um, but you know, you know, fine. No, but they, they really didn't break the wheel as far as no. uh, um, the dragon's concerned. You know, they, they, they took the Game of Thrones formula and they're running with it. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think we're ready to have that again, like as audience members, because we're seeing what we loved in season one, two, and three. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I mean, I was. Th- I've been thinking about. Th- I've been thinking about this a fair bit. I don't know. I don't think it's as good as Game of Thrones. I, I really, uh, but, but, I but, really but, don't. But what you've got. But you, we're too far again. We're far too early to say this because if you remember season one of Game of Thrones, five six episodes in, and I know it was the budget and it's all sorts. Five six episodes in, there was really only one story that was happening. There was like Jamie Lannister, well, there Cersei was, Lannister, but if you, Ned Stark. But but if you if you that if, was it. Yeah, but if you just list off some of the characters and then think about like the first two episodes of Game of Thrones and think about the certain moments that you had in there, you had. You you were gripped and sold by the characters and the actors playing them. You had you know Tyrion, Jaime, mm. Cersei. Mm. We'll get John, the characters in a second. You know, of both series. Oh, okay, fine. Um, we'll get that was the next. Okay, one. well, I, I'm probably I, pro- I probably just went into it then. <laughs> no, that's fine. Well, let, well, let's use that segue. I mean, like just to round that out, I, I think your answer is still from a, from an intrigue and a and a sort of in, is your phone going? What's going uh, on? It was. Yeah. Sorry. Who was that? Who was calling? That was Elham. What was it? Yeah. Oh, answer the phone. Is she okay? What? Where is she? If she phone, if she phones if she phones again, I'll I'll, I'll answer it. Answer the phone. No, it's message her now. Message her. Miss. Oh, I'm worried about her now. <laughs> no, because you you you've got oh, you've got your magic carpet behind you. <laughs> um, uh, so so from an intrigue perspective and stuff like this. Sorry, you're multitasking now. I, I, I'll 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 say, I'm. I, I'm more. I think I am more intrigued with Rings of Power. Because I roughly am more comfortable with the formula that's coming at my way for House of Dragon. Yeah. But I'm, it's like 51%, 49%. Yeah, that's accurate. You know I, mean? I think, I think that's accurate because, I, because I think House of the Dragon is being presented in quite a comfortable way. Mm, mm. Uh, as, far as, as, as far as like, it's like Game of Thrones and a lot of these characters are fitting these roles, right? But again, mm-hmm. I come back to it's it's nowhere near as strong a, a, a cast of characters as the Game of Thrones cast. I don't, I don't think well, at this, at, well, at this, there's there's a few exceptions. There let's are talk exceptions. about characters, yeah, because I think Paddy Considine and um, Matt, Smith Matt Smith are yeah. fantastic. They're, they're doing so well, and pa- Paddy Considine's so king. Paddy Considine's king is like 
you're it's brutal it's brutal like and actually paddy considine's king is the pov character yeah for the first couple of episodes and probably yeah. the season um not you know Raynar or any i, I, I can't Renar was it R- 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 i can't know the fucking names they've all got names the 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 the, the, the daenerys 2.0 yeah um <laughs> like 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 paddy constantine is is the pov character for this um i also you know like we we're we're still to see otto hightower in full flux you know you're yeah, you're yeah. um i don't know Reece, I don't, you I don't I yeah I you don't you don't cast reese e, e fans in, E-fans, yeah. um, in, in something like that unless you're going to use them and they've not really but the high towers no but the high towers are very notorious like again i know the, the history of a lot of this stuff oh like fair okay spent a bit of time in, and they they've got a fair Point C. I mean, the high towers were, were in Game of Thrones. Roughly, there was a couple of high towers and that stuff. You know, we obviously we got a we got callback. There was a Baratheon and there was a Stark and there was all this. Oh, yeah, and I think there's some. Did there's you a Lannister and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I think there's a Lannister and so 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 like these are these are people that are there. Um, character wise, I'm inclined to agree with you um, around the the kind of like the characters are not quite as intriguing as Game of Thrones. But there's been a couple of standouts. But that's fair. But we're not comparing it to Game of Thrones. We're comparing it to Rings of Power. Oh, right. Rings of Power, okay. character-wise, what's your what's your your take on who we have? Well, I mean, I I thought the cast the cast looks wonderful. Mm. I think the cast looks wonderful. Um, you've got more of a, there's a lot of more more of a, a lot Clark, of unknowns. A lot of and more of a Clark playing a wonderful young Galadriel. I'm really actually. enjoying her. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying her. Yeah. A lot of people are not enjoying her. Of course they're not enjoying her, Alex, because, because it's a woman and yeah. she's fighting and she's strong and she's showing up and, all the guys. Like, do you know what's hilarious is that their argument of that is that's not that's not Galadriel. Like, you know, what are you talking u- about u- uber uber powerful wit a uber powerful elf witch with the mirror and you know doing all that she doesn't need a sword to be powerful type thing and it's like yeah you clearly have not read tolkien oh at, it's, at, it's like br- it's at all because like same thing the with va- she-hulk yeah mate. the vast thing the with- vast majority of tolkien's written galadriel is her being a warrior and oh, it's totally. only when we meet her in lord of the rings that she's this kind of pensive um elven queen yeah and yeah so it's a completely invalid argument for so many reasons beyond because that's not what tolkien wrote is it's just it's, it's do you ridiculous know, do you know, here's an interesting thing i'm actually i actually get a lot of like i think the general public are inclined to probably go to the house of the dragon game of thrones more but i but i must admit so i can hear you typing fucking hell that's loud Oh, um, oh, I know you have emails all been sent through. Oh, and that's been sent through and everything. Jesus, God, listen right. to this. They know fucking everything. Right, oh, and that's that come through my. Oh yeah, all right, okay. Fool. You're, you're not above fool. above. That board. was a fool. That was a fool. Uh, you said the email, and I received. We're, we email each other, by the way, throughout. Get used to it. Um, audience member. Get used to it. Yeah. Um, get used to it. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's our audience member listening this week. Um, get used to it. Um, you. I was going to say an odd word. Yeah, don't do um, that. So, 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 I won't do it. It's not connecting in. But, you know, like, I, I think that, you know, the general public probably agree more with House of Dragon and probably will watch that more. And I think the reviews definitely speak for itself. But one thing I will say about any Tolkien stuff is the fans are quite lovely, aren't they? I think the fans are quite nice. I think I think they are on, on the whole. But again, we're seeing we're seeing some very toxic review bombing 
of but of it, of Lord of the Rings. We are, coming from but that's because they very say we're the most expensive show in the world. If they dropped that fucking bullshit early on, you would nearly have had this much. Yeah, it's it's pissed off people. But I mean, compare this to the Star Wars fans or the current Marvel yeah, fans yeah, yeah. or the Game of Thrones fans. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like the, the most uniting thing that ever happened to a fan base like this was the last season of Game of Thrones being shit and the whole world unanimously, live, you know, agreeing with that. Imagine that. Everyone agreeing on yeah, something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like as you say, like I, I think a divided fan base largely is just one that's that actually like, you know, because people like certainties, don't they? Yeah. People like the certainties. The studios like the certainty of yeah. this stuff. You know, it goes back to that point on why like, the test audiences loved um, House of the Dragon. Like, they adored it. Like, that season two was, was going to happen whether we liked it or not. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this season one's going to fucking finish in a rounded up story, but, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Find out. But, Who you know, knows? back to your point on, on Rings of Power, has probably got that in its back pocket to be able to kind of go, well, get used to this. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. It, it's, 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 go, it's, it's, going on, it's going on regardless, I think. Fine. But um, we also had, I was surprised that we got a lot of characters that we knew very early on mm. in Rings of Power because Galadriel seems to be our main character. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, 100%. Totally. And then alongside her, Elrond. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Who I, I forget the name of the actor, but I thought he was fantastic. He's very good, very, very, very authentic. Yeah, you know, it, I, I, just a wonderful example where I feel like I'm watching a young Elrond. I feel yeah. like I'm not watching someone play it. So it's uh, yeah, you're right. I don't have the name of it. Yeah, the, and, just and the, the quintessential Elven politician. Yeah, I love it. Brilliant. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but to your point, I mean, like, Jesus, we're two minutes in and they're talking about Sauron. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and I think you and I both hypothesized that that, that would be the, the big bad hidden yeah. behind the, sh you know, um, and, and they, 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 I guess that was the point you were making, wasn't it? How they've, they've introduced Sauron, they've, they've exposed, they've lifted up their kilt a bit too early in the night, Alex, haven't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Haven't they? I was very excited. Big, I was really excited by that, by that <laughs> shot. Very willy. I was really excited. You know, you know that shot where they, where they were like, uh, Morgoth's, um, most dedicated servant, Sauron. And then you saw yeah, yeah, yeah. him in like yeah, full yeah, yeah, armor, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, full like, armor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was very so good. cool. I mean, we'll, we'll get more of that. Um, I guess like some other characters. So we got Nori and the kind of. I guess they're the they're the pre Hobbit pre Hobbits, yeah, pre Hobbits. Yeah, bloody yeah. Lenny Henry. Sir, I love Sir Lenny Henry. Him. I loved seeing him, and he's with all their wee Irish accents. And, and we'll get to the West music Country. As well, I think the. I is it West Country? It's it was West, Irish. Well, not West Country. Uh, mistake. Um, and you know, and then we've got the story of the stranger. Do you, what's your thoughts on the stranger? Okay, I have I no I idea. <laughs> I have no idea who this okay. guy is. And the, the predominant fan theory is it's Gandalf, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I knew this would be it because I told you they were going to do it's this. It's not I Gandalf. Told the way I told you. It's n I, okay. I will be. What would you do if it, what would you do if it was Gandalf, Alex? Oh, they, they'll have to win me over. I think they're going to do it. They'll have to win me over if it is Gandalf because. Uh, again, oh, Mithrandil. What's his name? Fucking Mithyandil or whatever his nonsense name. Oh is. well, uh, what Mithrandir? Mithrandir is yeah. what he, what that, they. This is his name on the register. No, that's what. But everyone in the playground. That's calls what him a lot Gandalf. of the, a lot of the men called him uh, Mithrandir. But his, uh -huh. um, but then his common name was Gandalf. But then his kind of spirit name because they're kind of like demigods. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, they're they're known as the Istari, which are like a, yeah. a tier below like the big gods that created the world. 
mm. um, of which Sauron is actually one. Right. Actually, okay. he's not. He's, he's like a different sect of wizard, but on that side, kind of same power level. If you Got had to, it, yeah. if you had to yeah, put yeah, on yeah, power yeah. levels, yeah, yeah, I, I do it all the time. And he has, a, and he yeah. has a different name, um, Olorin. Olorin. Yeah. I thought you were gonna just be like, it is. He's got another name. It's called. It's Clive. No. And <laughs> that was his other Olorin. name. But um, again, it's one of those things where, yes, Tolkien didn't write so much around this age. But one thing he did write very clearly was that the wizards arrived in middle earth at the beginning of the third age because of the meddling of the mayar who were the kind of bigger gods above above mm. them in the second age so i think this is a potentially a more powerful being than the astari i i don't think this is gandalf i think that's too okay. e i think it's too easy an answer and it's also against the 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 currently known history of middle earth and look yeah. that might be something that they decide to play with it might be i don't think they should and i'll be disappointed if they do unless they yeah. really sell it and it's really really good and if it's really good i'll be the first one to say okay i'm sorry um yeah i was yeah that's I was it wrong. apologize write a letter no i was wrong but just now i am doubling down and and going against the the winning theory that it's gandalf i don't think it is Okay. Well, I mean, I think that I think it's only time's going to tell, but I think there's a fair amount of a fair amount of justification why people think that. Oh no, there um, is. It's very heavy-handed. Like the fact that he showed up to hobbits, it's very much like, and and he's doing the whole kind of um, shouty um, world going dark thing that he, that he does in yeah, Fellowship yeah. of the Ring, and it's like, oh, this might be the reason why he kind of likes hobbits because when he arrived in the world, he was first greeted by a hobbit. Oh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's it's really really obvious. I still yeah. don't think it's him. Yeah, I think exactly. it's a red well, herring. Um, Nori, uh, not Nori. Uh, well, I mean, we've done Nori. Sorry, um, Durin. Oh yeah, Durin. I loved that. I thought that yeah. was such a funny sequence of Elrond yeah. visiting Khazad Doom, which again yeah. looked wonderful. Yeah, and that piece of music, I've really enjoyed the Khazad Doom theme yeah. that we've come to. I mean, we'll get there very, very. We'll be there imminently. Um, only other character that I just wanted was um, Arondir, so one of the new characters created for this right. series. Um, I um. It's the, I think the weakest part of I think so far. Yeah. I think of Rings of Power. The I'm not, Alpha, Alvin Warden. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's nothing really there for me, is there? And I, and I know that he's a made up character in this yeah. world, which is lingering in the front of my mind. But that's all I would say. And, and so and so I think character wise, um, you know, I think it's it's good. But I do think neither. I, I'm not draw. You know, there's no Tyrion here. Do you no. know what I mean? There's no Tyrion here. There's no Sam Gamgee. There's no one that you can just utterly invest. You know, you're you're you can really go oh, really hang really, your hat on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. There's and I've yet to come across that. Maybe Damien Targaryen. Um, you know, is, is I think of the strong. I think he's the strongest character we've been presented with. Um, maybe Otto Hightower, but mainly because I I know a fair bit about that character right. and what's going to come. So, well, then that's not um, fair then because we're judging this yeah, off for yeah, two yeah, episodes. Two episodes, two episodes, yeah. Um, and Elrond, I think, is the other one. Um, so I would say Elrond and Galadriel. I think Galadriel should. Oh, Galadriel, of course, really Galadriel's. Big, yeah, big yeah. Chops and that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a pretty draw for me. I think this one maybe. Yes. Anyway, let, let, let's let's get on to the main topic. The, the the real the heavyweight title, the contenders. Um, we've you know we've got Bear McCreary. Um, so so Howard Shore was brought back for this, right? Yeah. Like he did he did do a fair bit of this sort of stuff. Um, and Bear McCreary largely is in the driver's seat for this. Yeah. 
Um, and and we've got Howard Shore back. We now, did for the title music. We did, but we've also had some really interesting. There, there's been a lot of motifs that have been replayed. A huge amount of the Targaryen motifs been replayed. Um, you know, I think that the 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 tourney had a similar sort of motif of the back of that as well. Yeah. So so let's get into which one do you want to talk around first? Do you want to talk, do you want to talk about um um uh, dragons? Yeah. First? Let's ha- go house the dragon. So so I guess like first things first, they have just went. The main title theme worked really, really well. Yeah, do it again. Let's just read, just do that again. Which I, it was only like a week or so before the series dropped. I did think that like, how are they going to do the music for this? What's yeah. the intro going to be? Yeah. And I'm a little bit underwhelmed actually, because I must admit, if you're going to do it, do the whole hog, you know, do the whole thing of, if you're going to use the same theme, if you're going to use the same piece of music. Yeah do the same sequence where you were seeing the map. Because one thing that Rings of Power has done very well is they've consistently shown the map of, of Middle-earth. Oh, the map of Middle-earth telling is, the like, story. I think, one of the most iconic fictional maps. It's probably the most iconic fictional, like, fantasy map out there. Mm, yeah. I mean, I personally think I could talk you through... Yeah, no, you're both... They're both... Yeah, they're both like for like actually yeah no i think you're probably right actually um but 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 they, they you know play into the whole map idea because it tells you it, it gives the, the audience members scale yeah. like that's what it did very quickly it was a very clever little technique but i do think i would like to have, i would like to have had a new piece of music as an yeah. intro piece of music yeah. um so i don't think it's particularly clever no now, yeah again i think that was a, a quite a glaring example of like Oh, that was one of the biggest hitting things we had in Game of Thrones. Is there any yeah. real reason why we can't use it again? Anyone? Anyone got any? Yeah. Anyone got any issues? Yeah, anyone? Yeah, yeah. Hands up! Hands up! Who doesn't want it again? Yeah. Not y'all want it again? Fine, let's do it again. Yeah, exactly. Now we've got obviously one of the one of the pieces of music that was released was the Prince that was promised, um, which again takes a huge amount from some of the stuff that Ramen has done previously. Um, but 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 I'm but a lot of the stuff that I'm trying to track down and stuff isn't available on I, I, Apple Music and I'm having to listen through YouTube and stuff. I'm not gripped yet, but there's been a few really lovely pieces of music that have accompanied some sequences here. Yeah. And I think, you know, like two episodes in, I, there, there was only one piece of music that really stood out, which I think is one of the best pieces of music Game of Thrones ever produced, which was Goodbye Brother. Right, okay. Which was the, which was the John Snow, the do, 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 Like, it's, it's harrowing and beautiful and it, and, it, and it accompanies Jon Snow and it changes its, it change, you know, it changes its skin as it goes away. It's a wonderful motif and we've yet to really get that yet yeah. but i think it's still there whereas yeah if we look at what bear mccreary has done oh. he is almost take like a totally different tack and he's got to be commended oh the mute the music i was so impressed with how just present it was in the mix yeah at all times it was like an, oh yeah it was like another character in yeah in and and again, it was. I, I feel like it was taking inspiration from the general vibe and instrumentation of uh, Howard Shore's music. I agree. For, I for, agree for Lord of the Rings, but doing a lot of different things and maybe telling a more kind of a younger, more magical story. Mm, mm. 
type thing. Um, do, I, do you know do, what's quite interesting is quite telling? You know how yeah, when on. you look at an album on Apple Music and it has like a star next to the most popular ones? Yeah. The first 10 tracks all have stars next to them. Really? In this. Like, he has smashed this. Yeah. 37 tracks long. Some just yeah. beautiful. It's, a, it's absolutely stunning. And you can tell that, it, that a lot of production has been put into it. Like, it, 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 it was a big... It is very over yeah produced i think this i i don't think it's perfect but i do, i thought it was a little bit like it, it matched what the visuals were, were demonstrating yes. but i do think the visuals at times have been a little bit overproduced like we're, we're never going to go back to that raw grainy screens that we had from the original no we're the, not the and and I, I don't think we should i think there's an argument to be made for quality when you're when you're comparing lord uh, peter jackson lord of the rings to say peter jackson's the hobbit yeah because yeah, yeah. It, it, it then just didn't look real real enough but i think no, that's fair i think that's fair. i think you can look at rings of power visually and this might be me making excuses but i'm very happy with this logic anyway the fact that it's a much younger world with a lot more magic in it th that everything does look more magical and less mm. oh, i buy that I'll less buy that, real oh, yeah, yeah. less corrupted because yeah. when lord of the rings comes around you've got Sauron and Saruman oh, they're in the are, shit of it. Yeah, who are yeah. corrupting the world with uh, industry and technology and conquest and things like that mm. and it makes everything sounds just... a little bit like uh, the old state of the UK at this moment oh, yeah, in time am I right but but, but, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, and I think I think the 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 real visuals of the Peter Jackson tr original trilogy really kind of sold that but I I but I totally buy in myself that if you're telling a story that's set thousands of years before that when there's more monsters and more magic and more this and that yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually do buy that the whole place is a bit more wonderful and a bit yeah. closer to you know what is described in the books as like you know and like the undying lands and things like that Mm, you know mm. like heaven I, type thing I'm, exactly i mean even just the track like the tracks galadriel and her motif beautiful oh, track God, where yeah. did that come from yeah just pulled out this wonderful you know and then and, and i even just like casa doom like casa doom takes into account so much from the fellowship yeah. but it builds on it you know it's very similar you know kind of environment but, but I'm, I'm okay i'm okay with that yeah. and, you know a bit of nori brandy food i i actually find the nori tracks quite a lot more similar to the hobbit now i i'll go on record to say especially the first one i'm a huge fan of the hobbits yeah like i don't think the i don't think as a trilogy it's nearly nearly anywhere near as tight but 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 i think the first one is pretty fucking good. Yeah. And the score for the first one, obviously there is a very, you know, there's a blatant issue with it. And I know there's the point and you've, you've made the point clearly about when he's come through oh, the trees several and times. Fire. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. I, I'm but, even but, but, bored uh, with myself on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. But um, fucking hell, they are too, the listeners. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like, I do think you know the the whole the misty mountains rise and the and the Erebor where we get a fair bit of like the chanter and the yeah. bagpipe coming in. Um, you know, I, I think Sword or Axe is one of you know do, 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 do. I, I just think it's one of the i do think it is still one of the greatest scores put to a film yeah um howard shore's uh work for the unexpected journey like i right, do yeah, think yeah. It, it is we we can't 
you know, it's a classic example of if the Lord of the Rings, can't believe I'm saying this, if that didn't exist. Yeah, and they just, we made, had and they nothing just made the else. Hobbits. Yeah. Oh, it'd be stunning, you, wouldn't we, it? We, we, we would praise it beyond belief. No, you're actually now, so, you're, you are so right about that, actually. Do, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? And so we've got to do the same thing here in isolation. Oh, God. And Could in, you imagine if neither of those trilogies existed and they made this? So that's the point I'm making. We wouldn't that's know what why, No, and that's Jesus. why I think what Bear McCreary's done here is, I, I think it's the, 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 this is the most exposed you know, like what they've done with with Ram um, um, Jawadi and 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 the, the score for is they're drip feeding it out. Like I think we'll get to the end of the series, we'll have or we'll 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 be familiar with the motifs, and then they'll release the album. Whereas they've shown the most amount of leg, or Bear McCree's shown the most amount of leg yeah, here. Yeah. And I I I think that is to honor the diehard fans who want to know, you know, that they're comfortable in a world where everyone's got their motif, everyone's got their piece of music, and you know, you hear these cues when you see them on screen. Yeah. Um, so and it's done, I, and it's done super earnestly as well. Like e- yeah. even though it is high fantasy and things like that, I think the, the thing you have to do with Tolkien is be super earnest about it. Because you know, I've gone, I've I've said before about you know the importance of motifs and like actually how clever Howard Shores was in like in the original Lord of the Rings fellowship. Mm. We've not gone, we've not done yeah, the Lord of the Rings. Not, I do think we, and, I do, and it's criminal. And I think it is criminal. And I, and I know, but like, I mean, it's a spoiler alert. I do think it is probably our collectively, our favorite, especially fellowship. Yeah. I mean, I know you're, I know you're a return of the king, but I do think fellowship is the best piece of scored music yeah, ever definitely. to film. So actually, no, maybe I've, maybe I've really not gone all on, uh, um, a rant on all the things that are super interesting and clever about those, those scores. But the point is that they are there and and you will hear them from me at some point on here. You, you've, you've heard them from me off here. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the fact that that was done for a fantasy story with goblins and swords and kings and wizards and things like that, it's just part of the charm, isn't it? It's just, yeah, it's, it's, oh, part, totally. of, it's part of what Tolkien is. And I, and I did get that sense in Rings of Power that they are doing everything and including the music very, very earnestly. Yeah, and and, yeah. and that that's fantastic. So I mean, for me, it's pretty fifty fifty across the board. There's, there's good things and bad things about both. Um, I think you're pretty much more. I mean, understandably, rings of power is your is your major focus. I'd say so. Um, I I do think so. A couple of things that brought House of the Dragon down for me, and and they are things outside of its control. And you can decide if that if that's ooh, fair or not. Ooh. but one that it came a lot out alongside lord of yeah. the rings and i and i just have to say as a lord of the rings fan it was never gonna win mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't and that might and that might just be total total bias but i can't imagine a world where i would where i'd be more excited by a game of thrones property than a lord of the rings property but that's but that's just me that's not, what if it was a star wars property oh now you know you're getting in, now now you know you're asking the tough questions but mm. um, they, what, what if it was a nutty professor property? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> what if it was a Norbert yeah. property? What if Norbert Two was coming out the TV series? Yeah. But I want of how Norbert and Raspusia had yeah. met, very good, <laughs> met each other. Excellent. But I want to, I want to, I want to make, I want to make a, a little bit of a, a point here about House of the Dragon because I feel like Game of Thrones. Obviously, people talked a lot at the time about the sensationalism of it, about, you know, basically the violence and the sex, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blood and tits. Yeah. Tits and dragon, I think it was known tits as. And, tits and dragons. 
yeah, oh, yeah. Fair enough. Was that not the the Matt Parker and Trey Stone put their names? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think that's been done, and I think a lot of what I've seen in the first two episodes of House of Dragon, there's been a few bits where I went, "No, nope, didn't need to do that." Right. Why okay. I, fine. And I'm I'm talking about I, I, specifically I'm talking about the birth scene. Oh, that was horrible. It was horrendous. Uh, that was horrible. I, that and was so difficult to watch. It was really like borderline disturbing. I I, yeah. I didn't yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on do, do, any do, do, level. And do you know there's there's I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. It harkened back. Did you ever watch the TV series Sneaky Pete? Yeah. Did you did you actually? No, 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 no. I I know I know what <laughs> Sneaky Pete is. No, I didn't. Yeah, watch yeah. It. Sorry. There, there was an episode of Sneaky Pete that has like that level of um, like it's a torture sequence. Yeah. And I still think about it now and again. It was pretty traumatizing, not because of what was happening, but because of how the characters were portraying how um how scared they were. Like that level of fear and 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 please please like i it's it, it taps into an emotion that makes it so difficult for us to watch yeah. and i know exactly what you're talking about that birth scene but in some ways i i, I quite like that shock i but the sneaky pete was too much one but if you watch that series there's an episode it's a right oh, it's no because because i get that i get that sensation I I think it is completely misjudged in this one though because I think a large part of what sold Game of Thrones back in the day right was the the violence and the sex and the nudity yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. It, it, that that was a large selling point. sex sells baby yep absolutely violence and sex that was two separate points to sex sells comma baby oh I see fine see what I did uh, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah I see what you did but then as the series went on. It actually got that there was less nudity mm, as the series mm. went on, but audiences were were retained because we were invested in the characters, and invested in the story, mm, right? Mm. And now we start. But that's like any good porn film. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like you go in to watch the you go in to watch the nudity, but then quite often, you know, the story just keeps you. You're like, oh, I wonder if this fucking sink gets fixed. Yeah, yeah. I like, always, I, really I, I always watch the. End. <laughs> I always watch the end. I wonder if this. Uh, I wonder if the story. <laughs> Wonder if the stepsister's gonna get her head out of the you know out of the, yeah. the washing machine here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she gets help at the end. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, uh. No, but I I, I I was watching the <laughs> I was gonna do a fake taxi one as well, but look at Oh going. no, let's not. Yeah. But basically in, in these first two episodes, I was watching the adult the the adult the grown up content of yeah. house of dragons and i went this does not serve anything mm, I, mm. Th there is we already know there is enough mature depth because of the conniving characters and you know the mm, actual mm. drama of westeros mm, mm, mm. stop we, trying to like lure us back in yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I felt like it was cheapening it i don't i i i don't think that it is elevating it or selling it say? as unique in the slightest yes. i think it I cheapens it i really do think it cheapens it at this you, stage in the game you say that but i heard somewhere was i heard that actually episode two got more fans than episode one like how does that happen i don't but know but also i 
I do still think this is a jumping on point. You've got to remember this is still a jumping on point. So weirdly, I know I know that sounds a bit odd, but this is so I I agree with what you're saying. I think it's not. I think the I think it's going to get worse. Yeah. Sadly. Oh, um, I don't. I I don't actually. I don't think that mass audiences will agree with 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 me at all. No. I think those things will again sell the you, sell the you, show. You've always hated boobies, though, don't haven't you? <laughs> like you've Suck. always been like, ugh, I don't like these. <laughs> Get them away from me. <laughs> That's always been you. Ooh, Every yuck. time a pair of boobies have been put in your face, yeah. like please, Absolutely. please. Um, great. I'm sorry, so, you want I mean, me to like, do what? Yeah, exactly. Put my so, what, put boat? Where? What? <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? Mo- I don't understand. I don't motorized these days. Oh, I don't understand. Nice little, horrible. Right. Oh, this okay, is horrible. No, no, let's move on. But this is for me, for me, it took a lot of points off it because I was yeah, I was fine. so ready to get back into the political connivingness right. and find yeah, out yeah. about the Targaryens and the dragons and st- and stuff oh, mate, like that. It's coming. It's all coming. I know, it's all but. But then I was just presented with just all of this stuff, and I was like, oh, "Really? Mm. Come on! Were you're you, you're but, better but like, than to that." To be honest, now. though, were you watching this? Here's a question: Were you watching this expecting to have that mindset? Though, do you know what I mean? I know you. I know you try and be as objective as you can going into these yeah. things, but I, I, you could be accused from that point of view of being going into this with a with a point to have proven. Because I didn't think that. I didn't think that at all. Right. Okay. I, I was, I would just accepted that this is going to be part of the universe. And again, like, I think I would put it back to you to be like, fine, but I do think you were probably expecting that you were, you were going to have that. You were going to have that. I may be wrong, but you were going to have that, um, um, point of view, regardless of what you did and didn't see. Like, I just, I possibly, I know but I didn't, say. I didn't, I didn't hate it in game of thrones. Mm. I, I don't no. know. There was just something about it in Game of Thrones that made sense. Well, I, I think it was the shock factor of it, wasn't it? We'd never seen anything like it before, and and largely a couple of the early nude sequences. You know, if, you, if I remember rightly, um, Daenerys Targaryen steps into a boiling hot, you know, to demonstrate that she doesn't, she's impervious to pain. Yeah. But in order to do that, to jump into the boiling hot water, she had to be naked to get in. Like, so yeah, it, yeah. it was like, that wasn't the main point of it. And then there were some really rough rape sequences following that, showing yeah. just how difficult it was for her. You know, and, and, and I think that, I, I think that it wasn't the main, it was a, it was a side shot of what we were seeing on the screen. Yeah. So, and, and I think maybe what you're getting at is like, they, they've picked up on the wrong part of what worked the first time that's around. what i think that's what i think because the other thing is these episodes are time jumping right well we I, and we, yeah we've yet to get to that i think we'll do a recap but I, sorry that was the other question i had written down here is when do you think that time jump's happening mm, oh yeah I, I don't know the answer to that question properly it's gotta be uh, midway through surely well no i think there's 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 um incremental like jumps in between each episode like there's a there's there's a few there's quite a bit of time in between episodes one and two okay yeah and but but there were things that happened off screen that i that i felt like oh that would have been shocking to see on screen so why didn't you do Mm. that bit but you did this Mm. bit because you thought maybe that bit would be more shocking like yeah how shocking would it have been if um you know because because the king was presented with what they say in the show, the impossible decision of saving the baby and and therefore ending the life of your wife. 
that's basically what happened. They do a C-section, which she couldn't possibly survive, right? They they, they cut the baby out. But it it would have still shocked you if if, if it happened, if the camera was still in the room, but you didn't see it, but you knew that it was happening. It oh, was, I don't know, mate. Like it was brutal. No, it whole, was brutal. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. brutal, but I don't think we needed to be as um, tortured by that scene as we as as we ended up being as an audience. I and don't then, know. I think. And I then think was, the, I think it worked because because you know because Paddy Considine is the POV character. Like I think we needed to have ourselves broken down. I, no, I know. I know. Much. I know the point you're making. Yeah. I know the point you're making. I I I don't I don't hundred percent agree, but I totally see the point you're making. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's kind of all it, all it is, really. There we go. <laughs> We've talked about these shows too much. Um, I mean, like just wrapping up, composer score wise, hundred percent with Bear McCreary. Yeah, that hard that hard rocking dude is um seriously impressed me. Yeah. Um, and I think overall that's the the show that I think I'm siding with the one that I'm most. I don't know. It's fifty fifty for me, mate. Anyway. Yeah, I, know, I thought, I thought you? you were fifty fifty because we were texting about about this and um saying. Oh, have you watched it's, it? It stayed with me. Uh, it stayed with me longer. Right, it stayed okay. with me longer. Because yeah. I do remember I was like, I, I loved it. I thought it was I thought yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? I know a lot of people thought, man, you went, yeah, I'm I'm meh. <laughs> yeah, I am, but it stayed with me. It's percolated, certainly. Right, okay, Luke, done. Cool. <laughs> awesome. forward yeah let's move yeah it's just a quick moving forward really because we've got to try and wrap up pretty soon so um you've not seen any she-hulk yet have you no it's pretty it's it's pretty criminal you know what i've been watching instead i don't know paint dry no star trek brave new world oh yeah you're enjoying it are you so effing good oh that's genuinely incredible it's on paramount plus Oh great! Okay, fine. Sure so right you're that. never gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I the I've heard I've I've heard pretty good things about it's it. Um, seriously good. Like it's it almost feels like a remake of original series Star Trek, but like oh, wow. fixed. Bold. But like fixed culturally a little bit. Like it's not nearly as sexist or racist as um as original series Star Trek. But you know, hey, well, I'm not interested in that. Case. But then hey, it was the sixties, man. But yeah, it was. It it's it present some really good back to basics philosophical trek none none of this discovery picard nonsense right because picard, that's good. picard is shit and uh, oh, discovery so much potential discovery so much shit. so much potential it could have had yeah i know um, but um yeah so that's what that's what i've been that's what i've been watching as my own little show of, but instead of she i mean have you had heard any of the controversy of she hulk is there a twerk or something there is a twerk. About a Most twerk. recent episode, yeah, there is a twerk. If anything, well, that's I, that, that that's intriguing me to watch it more. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, you should do. I mean, my <laughs> only thing to say with She Hulk is, and we could really dig into this probably at the end of the series, um, is one thing that I have clocked onto is they are very, very deliberately trying to poke the bear. They're trying to do this. What to they piss off knew. Fans? They yeah really not fans not fans trolls like trolls oh, right, okay. they're trying they're tr- they're trying to get a reaction okay. and they're getting a reaction 
and I and I think if the theory is right that they're doing a lot of this stuff deliberately to piss off the incels and that horrendous toxic community that exists online yeah. to just persecute this sort of stuff for no real justification. I really commend it. This could be the first example of a show where we look back at it and we go, "You were the joke." Right. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I. I hope to God that is the case because oh, if it be is, cool. oh, I really want really to watch this now. Really cool, oh. exactly. And I and I, but but, but it's wonderful because then you can watch it on different levels. Like I like, I'm liking She-Hulk. Yeah. I'm not against it. I, I'm looking forward to the next episodes each week. Um, it's a huge change of pace for Marvel. Is it? Um, yeah, okay. and it's a huge experiment. You know, we had. Oh yeah, we had um, One Division, huge experiment, and it and it largely paid off yep. for them, you know. And so, uh, you know, like, this is a new avenue, a new way to go through. Like they're 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 trying to innovate where they can, and and I think it's fair enough. Um, cool. Look, I'll stop there. Yeah. Um, the next one that I was going to kick back to you, and we chat a little bit about this. Welcome to Wrexham. Yes. Um, is the new series again? I'm only two episodes in. God, I'm, uh, two episodes in everything. Um wild man is it this is wild have you have you started watching well, this i've not started watching it yet because elham and i are watching uh all, all or nothing arsenal right on, okay uh, interesting on, on amazon prime you two continue continue to surprise yeah, me and it's really good i uh, actually I'm sure i highly is. recommend it and she's a she's a she's actually a big fan of the all or nothing and our rm sports documentary she's watched the all blacks one three times separate times oh that's had, so interesting i had no idea Has about she, she told the, me this um, like the other day she was like yeah i've watched the all blacks one three times i'm like it's really what? good <laughs> yeah the rich mccall one have you seen have you, she read the book perfect 10 no the dan carter book apparently it's very good um, and uh the the michael jordan um what's it called the the last dance she's seen that no. one the basketball one she'd like that it's a good oh, sports okay, cool. documentary but, really, really good one. Uh, but again that that's a big reason why we've not watched the Wrexham one because it's another it's it's another sports doc but it's going to but I know it's going to be laced with those two's kind of entertainment's value yeah as well yeah, it is and so we're like right let's finish the serious one with, with Arsenal first and then we can watch <laughs> Rob McElhenney and, and uh, Ryan it's Reynolds fucking wild. it's fucking wild man no but I really like, want to watch it like in a and, and I and I was chatting to them there. I think there's so much of it it's been they have really worked hard to to find a good story out of it and it's a beautiful story but yeah. you just you know when you watch something and you like it's it's like it's like you know when your kid has given you like has baked you a cake like a young child or whatever a brother or sister has baked you this cake and and it's like really sweet and you're kind of like oh it's really nice like it's icing and stuff like this but you're just in the back of your mind you're eating it you're enjoying it but you're really conscious that the kitchen's a fucking shithole because yeah. they've used every single pot and pan under the sun and stuff. Like, yeah. I watch this show, and I'm like, I really like this. It's really great. But I bet this has pissed off fucking thousands of people. And I bet there's a lot of nefarious either tax dodging or tax rebate benefits why they've picked why wrecks them out of all do you know what i mean like and i, and I was oh, really? reminded of yeah a wee bit of that and like maybe i'm wrong and i'd like i'd love to be wrong i was i was reminded of do you ever see the, the darren brown darren brown i was a huge fan of him darren brown did this really interesting skit recently uh, recently it was about 10 years ago but it was a where he followed this one person this one man or one woman i can't remember and and it was basically the whole show was about i'm going to help this one woman win six bets in a row as like an accumulator over six different um sporting events so he did one in on the boxing oh, okay. one on the football one of the stuff for me and 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 
you know, the whole the whole hour or whatever, it was an hour and a half, was about him talking this woman through all these bets, enabling her to make a, the right decision. He was helping her make the right decision. And you got to the end of it, and lo and behold, she won millions. Right. Because she'd basically won six bets in a row, gambled the winnings from the previous one, and got to this amazing point. And he turns to the point, and he goes, how did we get here? How did we get to this point where, you know, this woman, how do you want to see it? And, he, and he's like, you know, I don't often show how I do things, but I want to show you this why. And, right. and I loved it why he did this. Because basically what he did was if he, he rolls the camera back or the tape back all the way to the start, and it's not just this one woman, he picks a thousand different people. He has a thousand different people place a bet you know, which has potential outcomes and half of them get it right. And he goes, perfect. And then he just gets rid of the half of them. Then he follows and the, the half of those people to the next bet, next bit. And he basically just through attrition films a storyline with every single one of these contestants. Right. But the only one that got to the end was this one woman who did six of these. Do you see the point I'm trying to yeah, make? Yeah, so yeah. he basically, for one effective storyline, there was 10, 20 times the amount of footage that he had to just ditch. Yeah. And I... I'm getting that same feeling from this Wrexham series that like they would have looked at a hundred different football clubs. They would have looked at, I know they looked at a brewery. I know they looked at loads of different, do you know what I mean? Like other ways in which they can try and like diversify their portfolios. Right. And the example that they give for why Wrexham is good, but I'm like, I don't know. You know, when someone's lying okay. to you, you're like, or not entirely telling the truth. Like I okay. think there's a huge amount to that. Um, but don't you know, like don't let that hold it against you. It's a wonderful, wonderful story. Wonderful. I mean, the the main the main news articles, like whenever anybody writes, about... and also don't 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 tell me I've not seen. I don't know what actually happened. So no spoilers if you know what happened. Oh no, I don't know. I don't. I don't know specifically what happens. But like I know that because I've read some news articles and stuff since they bought the club. Uh, more recently, actually, before the doc came out, um, that everyone loves them. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. that they are making good decisions that benefit that will benefit the club long term and also the local community. Exactly, and, things like and that. that's the narrative. That and, is the narrative. And, and they've been and they've been coming out and saying, "Well, yeah, and we want to put more money into this club and maybe you know take it long term to the Premier League or something like that." Yeah, like yeah, and that's like a mental goal. But why yeah. not have a mental goal? That's what good stories are made of. Well, this and, is and then I'm like. Okay, so maybe you're doing this for the story, but if you're actually going to put your money where your mouth is and actually fucking do it, then what do I care? That's amazing. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. So so this is, it's new. And it's wild, man. It's wild. But like, this is what we, this is, the, you want this shit in your entertainment. Yeah. This is the sort of shit you want. To watch. Anyway, so look, I'm all in it. Get get watch. Amazing. Um, well look, do. We, we've got, I've, I've got a last little bit of news. This is just a very, very quick one. Obviously, we, we chatted about a year or so ago. Um, about NFTs, NFTs oh, everywhere. You hell. educated me back in the day. Um, Muse, so this is according to The Guardian, Muse, um, great to see them back, have made a chart history by becoming the first act with an, a UK number one album sold in the form of an NFT, a non-fungible token. The Devon Rock Trio, um, always makes me laugh when Devon, achieved mm -hmm. the feat with their ninth album, Will of the People, which was released last week in the form of a limited edition NFT digital pressing as well as, tr as a traditional format such as vinyl, digital cassettes and CD. 
Um, so, it sold, so it sold its first 51,500 copies in its first week, outselling the rest of the, the top 10 combined, although only a fraction of those were actually NFTs, the digital pressing. So I read some of this and it's just confirming. Only limited to 1,000 copies were NFTs worldwide, meaning that even if uh, if every copy of the NFT was sold in the UK, they accounted at, for at most 1.96% of the UK sales. Right. Now, I could keep reading and stuff of the points here, but I know that they there's a whole thing around, like, will the people they are trying to have an equal-friendly NFT platform, etc. There's a whole thing that's going there they've done digital so matt bellamy and the band have done digital signatures attached to those 1000 right. nft yeah, albums yeah. but like this is the first of many it's wild that fucking new muse were the first ones to do this yeah. right but like and i know that weezer were skirting with trying to do this for a fair bit and like all sorts of people have been trying to do this but like this is this this is nothing or something do you know what i mean like yeah. th- like this it feels weird that this has just been like done and everyone's like yeah it's just an NFT do you know what I mean like yeah it's weird what is what what is I mean uh, sorry I've just thrown this story at you because I know you weren't really tracking but like I know that you're fairly you know you, you've definitely you you're someone who is aware of the NFT phenomenon and yeah. stuff and why this is important and you know really leaning into the kind of the 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 what, what's it called the blockchain style yeah, yeah. um technologies but but what is this story what what is this Oh, I, I don't think it's any. I, I'm a bit pessimistic about it. I don't think it's anything. Okay, man. good, good, uh, good. It's, it's, uh, NFTs are nothing. Yeah. They, they really are nothing. I, and but I don't even to... I don't even get the concept of how they're the future. Like, commoditizing digital assets that it's, mean it's... nothing is just... Like... I, 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 it's just an... I I feel like we've been just growing to this point where people think that it's important. Like, if you go into games, right? FIFA. Mm. FIFA is an amazing example, right? People will dump money into a game to get, like, a certain player, right? They'll dump real money into a game uh, to get a certain player that's like super overpowered or whatnot, and it's li- and it's limited, and only a few people have them because there's only a limited number of them in the game. Blah blah blah. Right. That sounds kind of like an NFT, right? Limited, yeah, limited yeah. digital asset, right? Yeah. But guess what? The platform is obsolete within a year because there's a one year game cycle, and the next year, the the next game is out, and suddenly the player that you've you spent loads of money on isn't on that isn't on isn't transferable yeah. onto that new game it's stuck in that old game and you'll never touch it again and it's completely worthless yeah. but here's the thing it was always worthless <laughs> yeah 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 it was just your your t- well i think but i think you've fallen into the trap that a lot of people fall into with this stuff which is the 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 value you know the same thing of like what's a piece of art it's value to you because you as the viewer like to look at it and yeah. see it some people own art because they for the sake of owning and collecting it yeah you know and and i think the difference in that example is you there's there's a valuable experience and a tangible experience like the non-fungible or tokens and the, i guess like i use the word how tangible i can't i can't own one of those albums mm-hmm. and feel that i've got a better thing than me just downloading it from Apple Music. Yeah. So that's the what's the point from it. Whereas yeah, yeah. the FIFA example, there is a point to what you're trying to say. Like because you have value be able to use that player and play with that player and 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 you know like cheat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is probably what it is yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. call what it is. So so like 
Yeah, I just, I, I, no, I'm happy that I, I just wanted to throw that one to you to be like, have I missed something here totally? And this no, like, not. It, I'm hopefully, not, this just like meh. I'm not on board with away. NFTs. Like, and, 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 fr- and frankly, like, I'm not, not on board why? with like Bitcoin or any of that shit anyway. Mm. It's like, it's all bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is all bollocks. I've got, yeah, got a few friends in finance who, who agree who, with you, who, Alex? Who lost a lot of money on Bitcoin? I bet. Me, I fucking, I made a wee bit of, uh, made a, I made a, I made a wee score from that. Anyway, like, let's get fucking on with this thing. Yeah. I'm so, so tired. Yeah, you've done this well. This was fun. I you've really, well. enjoy, I really enjoy. I've enjoyed this episode yeah, actually. It's me been too. good to sit and chat. It was good um, to get structured. This, so we'll put this one in for the best bits. <laughs> we'll put this forward. God, that broke me during that one year. <laughs> um, uh, what and uh, what are we doing next week? Oh well, we're having uh, another week sorry, off next week. It wouldn't next week you didn't week off. Sorry, I'm flagging now. Um, what are we? What are they got to do? What are they? Well, I'll ask that question again. But what are they got to do now? Oh, what they got to do now is go onto the Apple Podcasts app, find us on there, give us a cheeky find little us on five there. star rating if you please. Oh, I'd love that. You can leave us a review if you don't want to review us. You can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to see TV read show, and TV hear. show oh, yeah, soundtrack. TV, yeah, of course. We love to see, read, and hear anything you guys have to say. Sports see. documentary. Oh yeah, that too. And if you want to get more directly oh, yeah, in contact with us, we have an email address as well, don't we, Callum? Motionspod at gmail.com. Thank you very much to KTC Graphics Design for the lovely artwork. What's in your hand just now? The NFT that is. God, we could get an NFT of that, oh, couldn't we? Oh, shut it. There we no. go. That's a great Bollocks. idea. That's a good idea. Um, seriously, though, in two weeks' time, do we have anything that we can tease with? Anything that we're coming no, back for? I don't for? think so. But do you know what the I'm going movie, to see? Movies are a bit quiet at the moment. Yeah, I know, but they? I'm going to the cinema this week. Do you know what I know what I'm going to go see? Just a massive porn film. Nah, mate. On the nah, big mate, screen. Nah, filthy, filthy bastard at the back. Nah, no, mate. I don't know. What is it? What is it? E.T. Oh, cool. They're, do- cool, they're doing nice. an anniversary re-release and I've never seen it on the big screen and uh, I think I'm going to love it and I think I'm going to cry a lot. That would... You, you, you're, that's your MO. Right. Someone's trying to get in. Have you... Is Ilm trapped in a cupboard there and she's trying to break out and hear <laughs> yeah, something absolutely. but I can't see something. Excellent. Look, I'm going to let you go. All right. Thank you very much. Um, I'll say chat to you. like we're just ending our call. Uh, listen... Thank you very much for listening. And we will be with you again in another two weeks. But until then, uh, goodbye now. All right, guys. Ta-ta.